<clears throat> so, anyone can remember last week is what? <laughs> Living the resurrection life led by the Holy Spirit. Ah. <laughs> okay. All right. So, the life of the, the resurrection life is available to us through Christ Jesus. All right. But to move forward, go forward and into the promises of God, we need and uh, live in the promised land. Okay. We need the Holy Spirit. Okay. The door is already open yesterday, right? Jesus is the door. Through him, we enter into our promises. Okay. So it's, uh, but there's someone very important. Even today, we will also continue to know about him because this is the about the life of pleasure, which is actually, in other words, living in the realm of the spirit or led by the Holy Spirit in his realm. So very, uh, what we have been learning, all right, is that there are two realms, the natural realm, okay, that is always ruled by the five senses and uh, the self always coming up, okay, the one how we feel and all that, right? And also, five senses uh, dominate a lot of uh, people, including believers. As in, whatever first thing, right? We believe and we speak from our mouth is based on our five senses. What the five senses tell us, okay? Right? What we see, how we feel, pain or whatever. The body feels that's it that's what we conclude okay or what the uh, people tell us so-called the professionals in the world all right they tell us something and that is what we believe okay so here we are coming out of that five senses of the the natural realm remember god's word says what whatever is here on this earth is temporary. Whatever is eternal, all right, are the things that we cannot see. What the things that we can see, we can touch and feel with five senses, is temporary. Right? I do not live my life, or we don't need to live live our lives, okay, just based on today's news or what we see today. This is not all right. What once, especially. It is not in line with God's word, or it can be uh, for a while, or looks like. That's why we, we, we come to learn to be very clear. What is of God, what is not. Anything can change. Today can be having the virus, tomorrow can be healed. Or if there's a tomorrow, or the next instant. All right, and we have grace plus faith to live in this realm. Okay, so don't uh, realize so much a, a, a believer, people are so trapped in the five senses and in the carnal mind. Yeah, this is what we want to. The real freedom is cannot be like this. Okay, Jesus, Jesus said, "I come to set you free." And every believer, child of God, supposed to be free, is still ruled by five senses. <laughs> the first, but I believe you know all of you have come out more already to even realize that it's such a thing as being ruled by five senses, okay? Because if you're not aware, how are you going to move up of it, okay? So the awareness has come, 
all right, through the Spirit Man uh, developing class. And, but now we're learning more and more how to get out of it, okay? How to live in the realm of the Spirit where, you know, you don't, don't just listen to the, what the body tells you or what the, the, the world tells you or your friend, your neighbor, whoever tells you or the internet or, you know, we learn to look at it and say, this can change. <laughs> this can change, okay? All right, so if you're not there yet, it's okay. That is, remember, the first thing to enter into this life is no condemnation, all right? But after that, the whole Romans 8 teaches us how to live in the realm of the spirit in, in the life of pleasure. We need to move on from no condemnation, okay? So there are many Christians still living at the first uh, the entrance there, <laughs> not just step in, okay, into the, uh, the, the leg where you're still feeling condemned. And today, we're going to see more clearly, clearly, right, as we move into that path. Okay, yesterday we saw the, the path of, of God, we parted the, the waters, all right. For Moses, he just need to hear from God and lead the people through, all right, through what? The, the, the supernatural, the miraculous is not done by Moses and can never can, can never be done by any one of us, okay? But it's through the Holy Spirit in us, okay? The door has been opened. Jesus Christ is the door. The Holy Spirit parted the waters already, okay? The obstacle of the old man, the old nature that we all uh, deal with every day of your lives, <laughs> some 20 years, 30 years, 40 years, are just dealing with yourself, you know. Every day is about yourself, you know. Uh, feel, uh, whether you're feeling good, not good, not good enough, all about yourself. That's why a lot of believers are paralyzed, okay. They cannot move into the, the area of Jesus. Whatever Jesus can do, we can do and greater things, right? Because every day, like it or not, okay, you are dealing with yourself, right? So that self has been removed. When Jesus died on the cross and you believe him, the old nature, the Adamic nature already nailed to the cross, right? Yesterday I talked again, and all the time is about this, but more and more, okay, that you are now hidden. That's why the spaceship, your old self died already, okay? When God see you, he don't see dual nature inside you. So we don't, we learn to recognize this, reckon yourself dead unto sin, dead of your Adamic nature and you are new. So remember, we don't have two natures. The devil will lie to you or you have, uh, yeah, one day you are new creation, next day you are old creation, next day you feel. So your whole life, can you imagine in our whole life that we're going to spend on this earth? It's all about dealing with our temper, dealing with our sin, dealing with all those desires, how to do anything for the Lord, <laughs> right? Yeah, of course. And then all the things, the guilt that you have to deal with and then serving the Lord and wear the mask. We're going to get out of all this and just walk through, all right, into the promised land, into the, our inheritance in Christ. Okay, and all this, the identity, God, by the Holy Spirit is showing us clearer and clearer and clearer, 
who you are in Christ and how great is our God. No more looking into self, you know, I am weak, you are strong, I, I'm not loved, but you love me, <laughs> you know. You're going to move out of all that, okay? No more, right? Straight away into your new identity after many, many years and months, all right? This is where we're going to come out of looking into self, all right? Even under grace, it may sound so nice, yeah? I am, uh, you know, um, I was like this, and now I'm like this. It's still, still looking at self. When you realize the self has died, it won't come out of your mouth anymore. Okay, about who you were. It's about today, who God is. All right, and that's where the Holy Spirit is moving, right, throughout the whole world today, in the last days. Believers, children of God, are no more going to get every day in their mind. Uh, how do I overcome this temper? La? Why am I still angry? La? Why am I still, you know, like that? La? It's not about why am I anymore. Okay? Because you're now going to move in your new identity in Christ. And it's all about what God is doing. All right? The power. It's the mighty power that's in each one of us. Are you going to release it? It's not going to be released when we keep on looking about our, at ourselves. And the old self, the old nature, nothing will come out. But his power, uh, I think, uh, I think Rehat Bonke, all right, uh, you all know him, right? The great evangelist who already went to be with the Lord, I think, one or two years ago. In one of his sermons, he said something like um, the power of the Holy Spirit, how it, how it, uh, it, it, it in one illustration, it's like, the wife was driving a car, uh, the manual one. Okay, so some of you know the manual one, all right, the, the, the older ones. And she was trying to do a reverse at a dead end. Okay, so if you drive a manual, which I have tried before when I first learned driving, you had struggle, right? The car struggle with it to turn in a, in a very small, you know, the dead end. If it is manual, but you give her another car and uh, it's auto, there's a power, what do you call power steering? Zoom, <laughs> just turn very easily without any uh, effort or strength of her own. She's relying on the power of the vehicle that she is traveling in. And this is what we have, okay? Once we Understand the Holy Spirit, the power, all the illustrations is for us to know you are dead to the old nature and there's a new power that is inside you, inside every believer. You don't have to struggle to climb staircase, to turn here, turn there, you know, to get to the right direction, right? The Holy Spirit will lead us, okay? As we soak ourselves in the word, all right, the understanding of who God is, how powerful he is, and come face to face, right, with the power of the Holy Spirit, yeah, that he is inside every one of us, right? The same power that raised Jesus from the dead is living inside every believer, yeah? You may not call, be called to become a pastor or whatever. That is a different thing, okay? But everyone is called. All right, to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Okay.
okay, to be a witness. Everyone, whether you are pastor, not pastor, or whatever, that is something that Jesus empowered the disciples and tell them, I fill you with the Holy Spirit. You will receive the Holy Spirit and you will be wrapped, okay? Last week, wrapped or endued with power from on high. And if, are we going to just leave that Holy Spirit sitting one corner? Are we going to get on, let him lead us, right? With the understanding and establishment of grace, okay? So grace is there, definitely. When you understand grace, the goodness of God, you experience, but there's much more in life, okay? Faith as well. You need to take that step of faith, okay? And only the faith is believing in what God says he will do and acting upon his word, okay? Coming out of the five senses realm into the spirit realm, okay? Where you run faster, where there's no time or you're not limited by time or space, Okay, but that is where we know, okay, that we understand, all right, uh, who you are as the hidden man of the heart, okay, so there's a developing of the hidden man of the heart, very, very important, okay, so today we're going to another, uh, the next session five of living in pleasure and not pressure, there are no orphans in God's family. Okay? There are no orphans in God's family. Still in Romans, okay? I was asking a lot, how do I illustrate? You know, I understand that uh, we understand better with pictures. Okay? So, first, when I had this, I really had no idea how to illustrate this. But as I, the Holy Spirit led, then I just, Click and found these pictures. Oh, this is actually uh, children, okay, who were orphans in the natural, that means without parents, and then they were adopted, okay, into families. So here is this child saying seven, three, seven days in foster care, all right? So orphans in the natural who are born in this world without parents, then they are put into foster care or orphanages and then one day someone adopted them all right so the second picture is no more why because someone has adopted them today i was adopted so 737 divided by 360 is probably about two years okay so today we're going to go into it maybe sound very simple but i trust the holy spirit to uh, touch our hearts to once and for all know this truth of that we are not orphans, all right? And uh, it's not about head knowledge anymore, okay? Most of us know that the word of God say that we are children of God, sons and daughters of God. But that has been happening for how many years? 10 years, 20 years, 30 years? <laughs> okay, Christians have been hearing they are son of God, daughter of God, children of God. But they are still feeling all the superiority, the shame, the guilt. Why? How come? All right, it hasn't become a reality. So I believe to that to this morning, the Holy Spirit will open our hearts as I speak to you from my heart. Okay, it's not many, many slides today, 
but to want to know with a deep revelation inside what it means to be a child and not a child of God and not an orphan. Okay. I will ask the Father, John 14, that's what Jesus said. I will ask the Father and he will give you another advocate who will never leave you. All right. Jesus talking to his disciples and saying that he will ask God, the Father, the Father will give another helper, another advocate, I mean, someone who will always be speaking on your behalf. All right. He's your defender. He's your lawyer. All right. He's your friend. And that person will never leave you. Now, in this world, there is no such person who will never leave you. Because even if they are with you as a spouse or whatever, one day also need to die, right? See who dies first. <laughs> all right. So anyway, all right. There's no one person who can be with you 24-7. All right. But Jesus said he's going to give these disciples his, his people, all right? Uh, someone who is 24-7 with them. As long as they are alive on this earth, that's it. The moment he comes, he will be there until they leave this, leave this earth. Okay? So this is what I want. All, this is uh, an experience, you know, to have someone with you. Do you just imagine that person with you? Or you actually experience it, those of you with spouses, all right? Husbands and wives, right? Are they a figment of your imagination? <laughs> Joan and Robert, is Joan a figment of your imagination? <laughs> no, she's real, right? She's there with you and vice versa, okay? So when you say there's someone with you, okay, you experience that person. Okay, it's not just okay, okay, you are there somewhere there, right? So it may not, he may not be physically, you cannot see him like you see your spouse or your, your children or your friends or your family. But Jesus said there is one person that he is standing and he will never leave us. That means it's not in our imagination. Okay, he, 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 that person he will be there with you and actually he will be in us, all right? And who is this person? He is the Holy Spirit who leads us into all truth. The world cannot receive him because it isn't looking for him. Right? It's sad that even today, a lot of Christians are not looking for Holy Spirit. They have been taught, you know, they just live inside there. <laughs> and then that's it. Okay, that's mainly the traditional belief. All right? That there's a Holy Spirit, yeah, we all receive Jesus and then we have the Holy Spirit and that's it. No, he is there to lead us. He's the spirit of truth. So when you say someone lead you, Joan, your husband lead you, does he talk to you? If he doesn't talk to you, how is he going to lead you? <laughs> okay, that means you interact with the person, okay, who is supposed to lead you. He's giving you instructions, all right? He is there with you. Telling you the truth, telling you, oh, this is not the truth. Okay, so that means there is a person speaking to you. This world cannot receive him, it's not looking for him. If we don't look for him in that sense, acknowledge him, all right, that he is there. Even though that's why the, the being ruled by the five senses is very terrible, 
you know, we only see what, we only believe what we can see. So I don't believe if I cannot see. That is a silly statement, okay? Because you, do you believe there's electricity? Can you see it? You believe, ma? <laughs> okay, so you believe there is a power when you uh, on your uh, aircon, you cannot see right? the power, okay? So it's a very silly statement for people to say that, oh, I cannot believe if I don't see, okay? So the world is not looking for him. The world is the people without Christ. And today, the Lord, I, I trust, all right, is stirring in the hearts of his people to acknowledge the Holy Spirit, to realize this Holy Spirit Jesus sent is to come and help us. We don't even recognize him, all right? So that's why I said, be careful with world wisdom. They don't acknowledge Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is the one who knows all through. Okay, so if they don't acknowledge Holy Spirit or not born again in Christ or even can be born again, but not fully acknowledge Holy Spirit, then what happened? They're not, they're not going to give you the truth. In fact, more of half lies or half truth. Okay, but you know him. He's talking to the disciples, but they're not born again yet because you haven't gone to the cross because he lives with you now and later he will be in you. So in the Old Testament, the Holy Spirit cannot live in people who have not yet uh, uh, been born again. Right? Apparently, it's holy. Right? So we need to be made holy before he can come in. Right? So, and later, he will be in you. So this is what happened. Now the Holy Spirit can reside in us and lead us from within. It doesn't lead us from outside. Okay, the law leads you from outside, all the instruction commandments. But Holy Spirit leads us from within. Okay? Okay, I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you. Okay, so this is in the King James Version, verse John chapter 14, verse 18. What is the meaning of this word? Uh, first of all, leave you means what well, i will not abandon the word leave i didn't put it down all right it means uh omit you abandon you you know um leave you behind that kind of thing so today there are many people it's not a simple word okay i'm leaving the room for a few while for, for a while right? but it is like going away abandon you all right comfortless i will come to you so this word comfortless all right, in the Greek, you see this word means what? Ophanos. Ophanos, ophanos, all right? It means what? Often, that's where the word often come from. Comfortless, I'll not leave you comfortless. That means I will not leave you as an orphan, okay? What is, what is an orphan? Today we know it means bereft of a father or parents, a child, or person who has no more parents, all right, or no parents, or the parents died or abandoned them or left them, then you call that person an orphan, bereft of a teacher or a guide or a guardian. See, you have you don't have a teacher or a guide. This word orphanos also means that, or a guardian, someone to take care of you. All right, parentless comfortless, fatherless, 
that is the meaning of orphanos. So I will not leave you as orphans. I will not abandon you as orphan. That means without father, without guardian, without teacher, without guide. See how wonderful that is. So it means I will not abandon you, all right, leave you as orphans. I will come to you. That's what Jesus said. So he has, after death, he has to, after rising from the dead or uh, resurrection, he went to heaven, God, throne, and then sent, then only the Holy Spirit come. Holy Spirit come as we all know, comforter. But the word comforter, all right, comes from the word orphan, orphanos. I will not leave you as an orphan, okay, or abandon you. You did not receive Romans 8. So we come back into Romans, okay? The, the whole chapter about living the life of pleasure or living in the spirit. And you did not receive the spirit of religious duty leading you back into the fear of never being good enough. But you have received the spirit of full acceptance and folding you into the family of God. And you will never feel orphaned, okay? For as he rises up within us, our spirits join him in saying the words of tender affection, beloved father. Okay, so here are some of the pictures of children, all right, who were in the natural, physically uh, orphans. That means, now we know the word, right? There's a fatherless, okay, no parents, all right, for some reason or other, okay, uh, the parents either deserted them or the parents died then they have no more parents, okay? And uh, they were put into orphanages or foster homes. And one day, someone came to adopt them. Okay, so while we were orphans, all right, or up for an orphan, okay? So in the natural, uh, we, we see that, okay, we just classify them as no parents. But it's much more than that. Do you understand and grasp this to today? Okay, I believe that you will really be able to live as a son and, and daughter of God. All right. The one, why is it that there is this uh, verse that says you don't receive the spirit of religious duty of being not good enough? And often, how does an orphan feel? Okay, naturally in the natural. And then you will see whether you are actually feeling like an orphan. <laughs> okay, if you say, oh no, I have parents, you know, or, I mean, at, at least during your growing up days. <laughs> okay. Today, let me show you that all of us actually grew up feeling like orphans. Okay, so okay, let's look at a natural orphan. Someone at certain how many days, how many days, all right, they, their parents either left them, deserted them for whatever reason. So how does an orphan feel? Anyone know? Lonely. Anyone Lonely. is an orphan? Lonely. Huh? Unloved, lonely. Feel lonely, love. unloved. Don't feel love. Okay. What else? Not worthy. Nobody. Yeah. Not worthy. Nobody. Okay. So where did, how did it feel like that? Some, all right, feel inferior. When they start, if let's say they are born, okay, they are born and then the parents already died. At that point, 
they don't know all these things. They don't know how to feel all these things. Okay? But as they grow up, maybe one year old or two years old, then they are put into foster home. So that means they mix around with other kids or if they get, if they get to go to school. And that is where everything starts. Okay? Why? Comparison. They begin to feel, eh, why this child, you know, their friend, for father, mother, take them to school. And then I don't have. Okay? Then they look, oh, you know, this, uh, the mother come, you know, bring food for him. And then he is here. Nobody, care, nobody cares for him. That's why he begins to feel alone. Begin, actually, you know, if, if they are uh, maybe blessed enough to, to enter a foster home, not like some of the uh, orphans in uh, Cebu that when some of them are just roaming around the, the rubbish town, you know, uh, that is even the worst case. But thank God there are orphanages or foster homes where most of them at least have a, a roof over their heads. Okay? But when they start to feel all these things, is when they begin to compare, right? How, what is the meaning of inferior? You feel lower, low, low. How do you feel low? You feel lower than someone else. That's how you compare. Superior, you feel higher than someone else. You must have a comparison, okay? You don't suddenly sit by yourself and say, I'm inferior, inferior to what? <laughs> okay, there must be someone who is, you think is better than you. All right, so the, to the orphan, they feel inferior because around them, they see other kids, maybe have parents, have people to take care of them, have, you know, but they, no one. That's why they grow up with fight for yourself, <laughs> survival. All right, you, you need to survive in this hard, hard world. No one will care for you. You need to fight for yourself. You need to earn all the money you can. Okay? And you need to take care of yourself. Because no one is going to take care of you. Isn't that what the, the world system put inside you? Yeah. So that is orphans. Okay? Those are the thoughts of orphans. Now, some of you are already identifying with these thoughts. <laughs> okay? But in the natural, you are not orphans. Okay, but you can, you're identifying now. Okay, you are feeling this. You have been feeling like this. Not good enough, you know. Why? Not good enough compared to someone else. Okay, we always, and often is always comparing himself or herself with others who seem to be better, or having a better life than them because they have, fathers or mothers, parents to take care of them. They have a guardian to take care of them. But you seem to don't have anybody. That is actually the what a, a, a real often uh, experience. Okay, so their life is just maybe push here, push there. Okay, wherever, whoever, uh, there's the normal place, then the, the orphanage, the, the one tell them, okay, you go to this one, you go to that home. So they never had a life that they really wanted. That's an orphan, okay, without parents. Now, all of you feel like that before? <laughs> if you're still feeling it, this is what is, you know, meaning of why we were all orphans, okay? We felt the same thing as an orphan. Even though you can have a physical parent, 
and all at your grown-up years, you always feel insecure. Have you found an orphan that is very secure, confident? No, orphans are very timid. They are very scared. They don't know whether next day got food to eat or not. They don't know what is their life going to be, whether they can go to study, go to university, okay? Because there's no direct person who's really caring for them. That's an orphan. Okay, now do you have all that? <laughs> People. Yeah, I don't know whether tomorrow, you know, still got money, still got food, you know, who's going to take care of you, going to sit, going to die or what? You don't know. They live one day and then fearing the next day. Not sure. They may be relocated and very uncertain their life. Right? That's an orphan. If you, I mean, in the natural. All right? Those with parents, you're they very blessed at least. Okay? Your, your parents will put you to school. All right? And, and less. So that's why a lot of people who are more confident in life is because they say so-called my background, you know, they come from a good family, parents take care of them, you know, so they are either spoiled or, you know, they know that the parents got a lot of money can take care of them. But then often, an often is always living in fear, in living in people, what, what people think of them. They go to school, if they get to go to school and next with the other kids who have parents, they're very scared. People ask them the question, where's your father? <laughs> right? They're very scared. People ask them where they come from. They're scared of their, uh, their, their, their past or, or who they belong to because they try to hide. They feel ashamed that they are an orphan. They feel ashamed that they have no parents or you know, the parents maybe abandoned them or they were born, you know, the, the mother out of wedlock and then left in the toilet or something like that, okay? No one loved them. No one cared for them. And they'll always go through their life hiding, okay? Because they are so scared of what the world thinks of them. Comparing, okay? And this is, when we hear this, we say, oh yeah, this is correct lah. <laughs> That's a child without parents. Now, do you feel like this before? If let's say, to be very honest, okay, have you still feeling this? Then what? Still have no idea what it means, okay? To God, when God say, ah, you are no more orphans. I am your father. All the insecurity, we have learned so many things. Okay, about righteousness, is the ability to stand in the presence of God. Some of you can quote it already. Without fear, without inferiority, without uh, shame and guilt. Isn't that all the feelings of a, on the thoughts of an orphan? They are shameful that they don't have parents, although it may not be their fault. They are ashamed because people laugh at them. They don't have a good education because not enough money, the foster home. Or orphanage cannot send them to university or whatever. They feel ashamed. They feel guilty, condemned, all right? That they, you know, not as good as the other person. They cannot study so hard or so well, right? Because they don't even know who their parent is. And could be they were children who were, you know, out of parents uh, who were raped and all that. Feeling ashamed of their, of, they don't even know who they are. Therefore, they cannot meet people. They 
afraid to talk. That is understandable for an orphan, right? But today, there are many orphans walking around, big, big one, <laughs> with parents one, okay? And feeling all this, ashamed, okay? Uh, inferior, guilty, you know? And they want attention, but there's no one to attend to them. There's an orphan, right? In the natural. No parent to hug them, tell them that, you know, uh, they love you. Isn't that the same feeling? that you have today, sometimes even after receiving Jesus, these feelings are still there. God, who loves me? Nobody loves me. Pastor don't love me. <laughs> okay, so what is happening? We are living like orphans. Yesterday, there was a one scripture that said, your life is shaped by your feelings, your emotions. Okay, but the truth is, and yet we all can quote the scripture, we are all sons and daughters of God, children of God for 20, 30, 40 years. Right? But inside, a lot is scared. Tomorrow? Tomorrow how? Uh, pandemic? Uh, you know, whether you still have a job. Whether, okay, so many things, that's why all these worries come. But they normally would be the thoughts and the worries of an orphan. But when believers, children of God, start to think this way, they are thinking like orphans. Okay? Even though they can call God Father, beloved Father. Okay? So many pray, Father, Father, Father God, Father God, Father God. <laughs> I know this. I'm not, not joking, about it, but it's really funny. You know, sometimes people just call a lot Father God. But the, what is that relationship? Is still feeling not accepted, feeling rejected by society, you know, as you grow up. These are all often feeling. Someone, a child without a parent, understandable. But today, if we are still feeling this, all right, that means we are still don't understand what is father. And father is not, you know, we don't we don't have to use the word Abba Father, then you feel more uh, closer to God. <laughs> okay. Okay, it's, it's it's not a script. All right, you know, we are not made robots. God, father, if you are a Chinese. Okay, you can still call Papa, all right? If you know what is meaning of Papa, all right? You don't have to follow everyone. Uh, the Jews call Abba because it's their language. So if we don't have to, you know, just because the pastor called Abba. So everyone has to go Abba, <laughs> you know? It is what means, the, that the word means to you. Daddy, they call Daddy. Then you know what is Daddy. Okay, you, suddenly you speak a different language, you know, to, to uh, 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 Robert's son suddenly change instead of calling you daddy, call you something else <laughs> from a different language. Then you also feel strange. He also feels strange, right? But why not just, you know, just be normal, okay? There is the relationship between father and son. It's not the name, what you call. So we don't have to use whichever 
you know, what name sounds spiritual, right? We cut off with all the spirituality and the religion kind of thing. So religious, right? Must use religious words. No, it's a relationship, okay? With God. As I talk to God, sometimes I never call him a daddy or what, so I just talk to him. <laughs> okay, right? So it is your relationship, okay? That is the most important thing. It's not, as Christians, it's not a script. You know, being a Christian is not scripted. You must say, Father God, Abba, Father, Daddy, or what? Okay, it's knowing who you, who he is to you and who you are to him. Okay, we are not robots. Robots go by script. It's programmed inside the robots, right? The, the what do you call that? The hard disk or whatever inside the robot. So they only know how to say like this. <laughs> you are my father God today. You know, that's why I, after a while, communion don't use script anymore. Okay. Freedom is from, you can speak from your heart and not be afraid of what? You know, why we cannot speak from heart? Why we are scared we need a, a script and it never worked, right? Uncle uh, T came that day. <laughs> And told me, you know, he follow uh, all those uh, recitations for two years. We never got him anywhere nearer to God or result. Okay, so it is not chanting, it is not scripting. Can you imagine your child come to you? Well, I like to use Robert Lowe because, uh, you know, actually, I don't really see him as a, I mean, as a man, I mean, he's a man. What I mean is that I sometimes don't realize that there are, you know, majority female here and only he, but only when, when I'm made aware by the Holy Spirit, then I realize, okay, Robert will praise God. <laughs> you know, so can you imagine, you know, his, his child, his children, two children, every morning go to him and follow a script. Good morning, daddy. And uh, today, so they follow the script. When they talk to uh, uh, you, okay, Mary Ann or... or uh, your son talk to you, Robert Lowe. Do they have to read from a manual <laughs> or piece of paper to say the right thing? If you say the, if they say the wrong thing, what happened? Ooh, no, no breakfast, <laughs> no lunch. I'm not going to cook. No, right? They just, you know, talk to you naturally. Okay? Just the first thing is they need to know you are their father. All right? Samuel, baby Samuel, right? He cannot talk yet, but he just, ah, 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 right or not? Pastor Ching Lan. <laughs> okay. They all, you know, he just scream, but he knows mommy is there, daddy is there, you know, to uh, give him what he wants, milk or whatever. Yeah. Speak the language that you understand from the heart. You are made a new creation, a child of God from your heart, not from the head. And why we are so scared, you know, we put ourselves in you know, a script because of the world train you this way. All right. And because of the orphan spirit inside. Why? You're scared, scared of not good enough. You know, you need to impress people. The world put, it, put you like that already. You must be a good speaker. Uh, you must be able to... Uh, lead well or talk well, whatever. So many things the world put on you and they grade you A, B, C, D. <laughs> class A, class B, class C. Then after you go in the world, all right, the management level, then you are 
if you cannot do anything one so-called, then you are lower level. And then you need to come up to the higher level to where the elite is. So in order to be part of this elite group or the world top, top achievers, what happened? You're so scared to talk already, you know? Because why? Say the wrong thing and then no more already gone. Your reputation gone, there's no more hope for you, or you know, you have to start all over again from you know, go go for uh, speaking class and all that. Why to impress the world? Yesterday, we had one verse, you don't even need to impress God. God doesn't need us to impress Him with long prayers, nice prayers. God just wants you, like a daddy, <laughs> to talk to you, talk to Him from your heart, just like David Samuel. Ah! One day, He's going to say, Dada, daddy. Okay, but before that, He just. Ah! That's what, you know, even God said, if you just cry to me, cry as, ah, Lord, I'll answer you. <laughs> this is how simple is that relationship, the fellowship between you and God, our Father. So forget about, you know, how to call God, eh? how to pray. Eh? <laughs> how do I pray? Eh? Okay, how do I pray? Who is he? Daddy? Okay. Right? If, if even if we have not fully had a dad, physical dad today, we can be learning right, about who God is to us. This is your real daddy to last you forever, eternity. Why not find out about this one? Okay, our God. You know, I'm not an orphan, but my mom, my mom is an orphan. Or was you know, she has gone to be with the Lord? She uh, was an orphan uh, with my her sister. My grandmother didn't get married and adopted them, two of them. And we, only when she was, when we were very uh, older, maybe in my twenties, that my mom tell me the story that she is an orphan, and probably she has no idea where she come from, but a little bit from my grandmother that she could be Burmese. And she does look a little bit different from Chinese, right? So, so sometimes, um, uh, even recently, uh, Junus came to visit me and then said, uh, Pastor Sefer, you don't look like typical Chinese. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> because probably, and, uh, probably, you know, my, my mom is confirmed, you know, that she's often. But I can see their life, you know, her life as an orphan growing up have to, you know, there's so much insecurity. You know, you, you need to save up because I know where, where she come from. You know, though she had my grandmother to take care of her, but there was always this feeling of, you know, not belonging and the insecurity. Although physically, I believe she was taken care of. Of course, she had a very, very hard life after that. But this is the, the real often. But today, it is so sad that believers are living like orphans. You know, feeling, you know, that's why one of the things is that of the fear of never being good enough. That's an orphan. Because no matter how hard they try, the teacher or foster parent will somehow tell them they unconsciously or consciously, you're not good enough. First of all, you've got no parents. Isn't what the devil is telling us all the time? It's like 
you think God will care for you? It's so far out there. <laughs> Where did all the man-made men and women in this world come from? And after they receive Jesus, they're still, you know, in, in their own effort. Because of the orphan mentality that you need to take care of yourself. Therefore, there is no, when they come to receive Jesus, that's about it. They never enter into the relationship with Father God. So Jesus said, I come, what? To show you the Father. To show you what? Your Father. Jesus was the intermediary. It's not finished in Jesus. Jesus just came to satisfy the, the, the justice of God to be our sin substitute. He was sent by the Father. So that we too, not only Jesus is God's child, God's son, that we too, all of us who believe in Jesus, can also be sons and daughters of God. Same father. Okay? To come up from this feeling of orphan, the spirit of, you have received the spirit of full acceptance. In this world, we want to be accepted in this uh, society, in this, uh, what, you know, company, in this, anything. Because of the orphan feeling inside. No, no one except that they feel inferior. So they try to, uh, people try to be part of something. Okay, but inside, they are feeling actually the rejection. So that's why it's always trying and always trying and trying and trying to be accepted, accepted by the parents, accepted by teachers, accepted by boss or partners or whatever. You just want to be accepted. But Jesus, God tells us that we already, and we, are, we try to be accepted because we feel not good enough. Okay? When we just like an orphan struggling in life, today, we don't have to do that when Jesus is raised because we're already accepted by God in Christ. You are, you got a family. God is your father. <laughs> the best acceptance is God accept you already. No matter what you are. Remember the, the, the astronaut suit, right? Today we are in astronaut class or developing the hidden man of the heart, right? He doesn't care whether you are Chinese, Indian, Malaysian, Singaporean, Cambodian, or whatever. It's all in Christ. And that's how he accepted all of us. You don't need to try to be a better Christian, to be accepted by God, to try to be another person, to, to talk like Pastor Joseph Prince. <laughs> Some people dress like him, <laughs> you know, trying to dress like him, you know, like uh, because he's quite trendy, right? So there are so many guys, all right, who are so-called, you know, teaching or, or preaching or, and they try to dress like him. Leather jacket, leather everything, <laughs> right? No, you don't need to. We are, you are you. God created each one of us original, huh? Alien, Evelyn, uh, uh, you're original, right? <laughs> don't have to dress like Joseph Prince, okay? So, or even like me or anyone, okay? Because we are accepted by God just as you are, but in Christ. So if anyone wants to dress, dress in the space suit. <laughs> okay, that role of righteousness. That's all. Put on. That's why 
It's very simple. When Paul says it, this is so simple. Why do you struggle with it about your own nature? Paul just said, you put on and put off. Like take, taking out clothes like that. Because the, the spiritual realm is already done by Jesus. Your old self okay, has no power over you. You can say no to sin already. Okay, because you are now under the new seat of Jesus. Okay, that is in you. And you need to understand, no more things like an orphan. Okay, you're accepted by God, which means that when you relate to the world, if you feel something inside that is not, you know, not right or to, to, your, uh, to your spiritual uh, status in Christ, then you don't have to work, you don't have to bow down to whatever people tell you and become timid. That's why the righteous are what? Bold as a lion. Are you righteous? Are you a child of God? In the righteousness of God, are you an orphan? Which one you are, right? Enfolding you into a family, to the family of God. And you will never feel orphan. Okay? So all these feelings of that uh, uh, an orphan, all right, feel in the in the natural, sad to say, it is almost the feeling of every believer. Majority of believers feel like that. Turn it around. Imagine if majority of believers really know, have a relationship with God the Father instead of feeling rejected all the time, fearful, uh, what else does it often feel? Ashamed of their past, that's so why they're not talk. Scared after people find out, oh, their you know their, their past is like this one. Okay, uh, not good enough. Didn't go to university or do whatever lah. The bank account only about uh, ten ringgit. <laughs> okay, then the other person wow, one thousand. You know, so feel very inferior. Really, you know the the, the pastor, the, the man of God. Who goes traveling throughout the world to preach the gospel is, has no fear if there's only even 10, 10 ringgit in the pocket. Why? Because this God is exactly like Jesus, right? The moment he needed it, God will, his father will supply someone from somewhere. But you come into the world the, of the, the man of God and the women of God, even in the Bible you will know that they cannot have an orphan spirit or orphan mind to serve the Lord. Impossible. Because the orphan mind or the orphan feeling is like, who's going to take care of me? So I need to see the five senses. I need to see, okay, my bank account must be 10,000 first before I can go out and preach the gospel. Never happened in the history of ministry. Correct, Robert Lowe. <laughs> You read a lot, right, about uh, George Muller. Okay, all these people, they started orphanages, they, you know, to preach the gospel and all that. Even Ray Haponke, right, go into the ministry with 100,000 ringgit or 100,000 US dollar. <laughs> no, they only go into the ministry with the knowledge of that they, their father is the God of this universe. That's all. It's good enough. And they never saw, right? Amy Simple McPherson can build 
the Angelus Temple in the time of the depression of the 1920s, just like we just went through, right? Without any money, the real world actor, another woman of God, just go into a caravan with put all his children inside, her children inside, and then go and preach the gospel. Got a lot of money? No. Because they don't, they know they are not open, right? They don't have to feel what tomorrow how uh, God will take care. And they definitely they saw the supply and the providence of God. They, they are God's children, they are serving Him, He takes care of them. If you want to serve the Lord and you don't have this revelation, then you know. Don't go into the mission field. <laughs> Next day, you pack your bag and say, I need to come back. <laughs> okay, Because there is no this under the revelation that God will take care of you. And he will. Okay? So, remember, this is very important. Okay? To go across into all the promises of God and to serve the Lord of whatever he has called you to fulfill your destiny. We have your purpose in life. We need to first also get rid of this often feeling, right? That I'm not good enough, still rejected, I still need people's acceptance, and I'm don't, not sure whether my daddy, the so-called Abba Father, you know, can take care of me or not. Then I go outside, I meet the virus, COVID. <laughs> and then, you know, all this, my body gets sick, this pain, that pain, whatever, how? Why all these are the fears and the thoughts of an orphan. But today the Bible tells us what this is who you are, a real child of God. And we join with him, our spirits join him in saying the words of tender affection, beloved father. Jesus calls God his father. That's why he was the most confident person on this planet. Without big bank account. Yeah, he got treasurer. But he don't need OCBC bank or <laughs> whatever bank, you know, to deposit all his money, right? He knows that anytime he needs money, daddy got, his father God will provide because he knows without any shadow of doubt. God is his father. And he went to the cross so that we too, after he died for us, took our punishment, that we can be born again, no more as orphans, but as sons and daughters, we can now join him in saying the words of beloved father, or Abba father, or daddy God, or papa, whatever in your language is. Right? Join him. I mean, that's why Jesus said, now after he, he rose from the dead, you know, in the garden, right? He told uh, Mary, right? go now to now to my father, to you know, uh, your my father and your father, my God and your God. He's telling us the good news. Today, it's not just you can call God Father by nice phrase to, to you know, uh, to call him. He can really become your father, just as he was. Did God ever, as father, forsake Jesus at any time while he was on this earth? All 
his needs were met. Whatever he said, whatever he spoke, miracles happened according to his word. When he multiplied the, the five uh, loaves and two fishes, what? He gave thanks to the Father. He was always in contact with the Father and knowing the Father will always take care. The Father has all the resources. Your Father, all right, His Father is the supplier. Only time when God, the Father, forsake Him was at the cross. Where He said, my God, my God, why has that forsaken me? And that was for us to have the divine exchange that he, God had to turn his back. God could not be the father when all our sin was put on him. And therefore, at that point of time, right, he was separated from the father for those time, for that time, because of your sin and my sin. So that we now, through Christ, can join with Jesus after he resurrected, all right? to say Abba Father, so that we too can call His Father, our Father, not only call, experience, all right? What Jesus experienced being Father God's Son or be God's Son. For the Holy Spirit makes fatherhood real to us as He whispers into our innermost being. Where? He doesn't whisper into your brain. Because the brain is the part that says, no, 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 I can't see God. Tomorrow, I only can see my bank account. <laughs> okay? I can't see God as healer. I only can see what my body tells me or what the doctor tells me. Right? But who is the one who is going to make this reality? This, our, our, our spiritual uh, uh, relationship with God. It's more real than our relationship with our parents. It's more real than the earthly one. Holy Spirit will make this fatherhood real. Right? As he whispers into our spirit, that's where you were born again. Because the mind will always question. If we go by the mind, the mind will always say, I can't, I can't believe, you know, God will take care of my tomorrow. I can't. You are God's beloved child. Okay? So if people ask you, how sure are you you are God's child? When you have you just born again, you just received the Lord yesterday. It's the Holy Spirit. Say, I, I don't have any evidence to prove anything, but you know deep inside your spirit that you are God's child. And as you begin to grow, the spirit, okay, not grow the head, grow the spirit. Spirit man begin to grow like a baby, grow properly, <laughs> keep with the right word, right food. As I told you yesterday, okay, you need to eat the food yourself, meaning the word of God. It's not just listening to a preacher. Yeah, you can feel faith calm, feel encouraged, <clears throat> but the real eating, the digesting, is when you speak, believe in your heart, speak from your mouth. You can feel amen when I say, or the pastor said, by his stripes, you are healed. And you say, amen, hallelujah. 
<laughs> okay, and then you go back home, and then you say, I, I think sick. Uh, look at the temperature, it's 100 and uh, how many degrees? <laughs> okay, but just now you said, uh, Amen, hallelujah. Uh, okay, what happened? Didn't digest, didn't eat it until you every day say out from your own mouth, from your own mouth, from your own heart. By his stripes, I am healed. There is no sickness in heaven. Therefore, I'm not sick at all upon this earth. Because as he is from heaven, so am I. And you begin to speak this. This is the real eating. Until the point that your spirit man is already fattened by the nutrition of the word that you eat and the mind being renewed. So no more, you know, go against that eating part you all have to do yourself okay <laughs> i cannot eat for you all right and you need to eat daily daily until it is there already where did all the scriptures that i put come from it's not through memorizing okay it's through meditating eating for many years every day until it's become real and life inside me in the probably in the sessions that we're going to have the retreat the, the spirit man uh, the, the the power power uh, holy spirit power retreat may not have any more slides It'll be more preaching and, and the anointing all right the impartation of the spirit free flow <laughs> okay no more slides you have a lot of scriptures with you, all of you. <laughs> Isn't it? I've given you all right, thousands and thousands of scriptures. <laughs> but did you all eat it? Okay. Eat it. Okay. Eat them. Eat. Jesus said, those words are for you to eat. Martin, in these few days, right? He's eating God's word. Right? Are you there? <laughs> all right. I told him. You need to speak it out. Believe it. Speak to yourself. Until today, just a few days, and it's so different already. Okay? Understand it. You eat one, it's not, you don't have to recite the whole chunk. Just one scripture, two scriptures at a time, personalized, and you begin to meditate and speak it out. Okay? Don't just listen to someone speaking and then say, oh, okay, I got it already. Amen. Hallelujah. No. All right? Until that word becomes life in you, you may forget. The text that we read come from Romans 8 16. That one you have to memorize. But the context is something that you need to eat. It's spiritual food. You need to speak it out yourself daily. And that's what our Bernice did. Janice, you know, they did it. Then you say, where did their faith come from? It didn't come from the sky, you know, overnight. They were desperate enough, just like me, was so desperate at a certain time in my life that this is what I want okay from this particular pastor years ago who talked about meditation confession visualization personalizing I said this is it this is it this is how my spirit man eats I'm going to do it not just on the tip you know, worship song and then follow the worship song or follow the you know listen to the sermon two years until you can repeat, okay? But also, okay, listen, listen until you yourself can say it from your heart and know that this is, this is the truth. 
okay? Your innermost being, your spirit man, the hidden man of the heart, okay? is the part that received from the Holy Spirit, the revelation. This is the, the soil, what Jesus said, your soil, okay? And since we are his true children, we qualify to share his treasures. For indeed, we are heirs of God himself. As when you come to know you're no more orphan and you are actually really his child, you can talk to daddy God any language you want, no anyhow, okay, no need to put it nicely because God is not impressed, right? He or just wants his little child, children to come to him and say anything, say wrong also doesn't matter. He just laughs at you and me. <laughs> you want to make daddy God laugh? Okay. Or oh, you're still having this image that God is like your boss and your, you know, your, your, your parent or whoever who is very fierce? No. He is like the normal father who has a child and wants his child to come to him, not afraid of him, but just, you know, Samuel is a big, big best example, right? He's a small little baby, right? big, big already now. Yeah. And he just go to daddy. Do you think he has to go through all the protocol? <laughs> My father who is living in Singapore, I am here to talk to you and you know, tell you what I need. You, uh, in an hour's time, I need my milk. Can you please go and prepare? I'm a good, good boy. You know, I have not disturbed mommy for a long time. <laughs> no, right? You just go there, box the father maybe <laughs> and then play with the father, right? <laughs> Ah, 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 that's all he said until, you know, maybe. Yeah. And then the father just put his arms around him and just play with him and, and laugh and say, yeah, you cannot speak properly yet. He probably does. If it's supposed to be daddy, he said dada, you know, and yet the father is so happy. <laughs> correct or not? Okay. So we don't have to say all the correct press, all the nice words to impress God or impress anyone. And you know you are coming to the presence of Father. Okay, so praying is no more something so frightening. <laughs> or what I mean, praying in front of others. Right? It's not meant to be frightening because when you realize you are talking to Father God, even if there's someone around who judges you, right? So what? So what? If they think that you know you are not good enough, it doesn't matter what they think. It's what important is what my father thinks. Hello, my father. <laughs> it's what he thinks is most important. And he thinks I am good enough to be called his daughter, his child, because of Jesus, because I believe in Jesus. Okay? And then when we have been born again, become his true children, we qualify. The only thing that qualify you and me all right, to inherit all the blessings. It's not how good a speaker we are, how beautiful we look, or how much knowledge we have, how much Bible we know. Just things don't qualify us. Okay, the only thing that qualifies us is that we are his children to inherit because only children inherit, have inheritance, okay, not servants. So we don't have to work day and night to serve God in order to uh, have all his treasures and his blessings. Okay, We are his children and we, we serve as knowing that we are his children. What do you call that? 
son, serving as sons, serving as daughters today. We love him because he first loved us. Okay, we become to so the only qualification is that you have become his child. Is there any qualification to be a child? Did you tell your child when they were born? You don't qualify to give a lecture <laughs> at the moment they are born. Okay, now you are born into this family already. Okay. Maybe some parents do that. Okay. Uh, so now. These are all the things you have to do in order to be uh, belong to uh, what family? Low family. <laughs> okay, so you know you have to behave. You have to uh, you know get up early in the morning, pray uh, ten times a day, read your Bible all the time. Do you keep giving your children all these in order to qualify to be your child? If you don't qualify, you go back into your mother's womb. Born, go, go, you know, don't born here, go born in another family. Does God do all that to us? No. Okay, so you qualify because of Jesus. That's all, right? And, and because of Jesus, you have become his child. You're not an orphan. You belong. You belong to him. You don't belong to this world. It's fine if the world reject you. Because Jesus said, they persecute me, they will persecute you. So persecution is normal. If you are identifying with Christ, then Jesus said already, they persecute me, they will persecute you. Again, right? Don't, don't get persecuted because of your own foolishness. Huh? Don't go and poke people <laughs> until they're angry with you. Okay, But what I mean is, you you are identified with Christ, you preach the gospel, you tell, you know, Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life with your life as well as with the words, and they persecute you. They laugh at you. Okay? Then that rejoice, right? The Bible said, it is your, it's a blessing. You're, you're blessed when you are persecuted that way, the way Jesus was persecuted. If they put you to the cross, if you have to die for Jesus, I, if I have to die and then you all will go out and preach the gospel, why not? <laughs> yeah, okay. Right. That's why Jesus went and died so that he will have the, all of you will be born, new creation. God will have more sons and daughters instead of just orphans in the world. Okay. And this, look at this. What it means to be an heir. Okay, this child says, For 722 days, I have shared their love and home. As of today, I share their last name. I'll go and live inside Robert's home. <laughs> okay, but you have to be adopted first. Then only you can, when you share his last name, when you become a low, okay, then only you can access his inheritance but if you stay there right yeah he, he loves you he cook a lot of food for you but he's still not his child all right whatever he has still don't belong to you okay until you share his last name you must be adopted you must belong to the right god okay into his family so we are all Jesus, okay, we the Jesus, you adopted into his family now. Now you can share 
his inheritance. And look at this. And since we are joined to Christ, so this little child is super happy, as real often, right? And then when adoption papers are all done, his name changed. He knows the legality of that adoption. So he's smiling, right? Because he says, now I share their last name, got meaning. Okay? So he may have received handout, you know? Okay, you know, uh, you give them some love and all that, but it doesn't, it doesn't mean much. But until the name change, and our name change, okay, when we became God's children by faith through Jesus Christ, and it, what does it mean to have a name change? It's legal. All right, I told you many times, God does everything legally. That's why the devil cannot come against you anymore. When you know that you are legally, all right, a son or a daughter or a child of God. There's no, uh, you know, hanky-panky. <laughs> you know, just slip you in and then do a false birth certificate. Okay? These children have to be adopted legally. They have to go through the court. All right? And legally adopted. Then only the parents in whatever they have will belong to them. Otherwise, cannot. Same. Okay? So, but ours is even more fantastic. Since we are joined to Christ, we also inherit what? A little bit of God, what God has, all that he has. <laughs> Better than Robert Lohan. <laughs> okay? But God is going to bless him more and more. Okay? And all that he has, all that he is, and all that he has. Quickly go and find out more. All right? That's why we are here today. To find out more of who God is. He's not just, you know, sitting at the throne and then watching and looking and you all play, play what? <laughs> play cat, uh, mouse and cat, you know, cat and mouse chasing after each other, comparing each other. No, he has so much to give us. He's Jehovah Rapha, Jehovah Jireh, Jehovah uh, Nisid, Banner, so many things. His love. Okay, so what? Unconditional. His grace. This is who he is. We inherit his nature, not Adam nature, not your old temple or whatever anymore. Not the fear, the guilt, the shame of an orphan, right? And all that he has. Hey, look at behind you, all the, you know, what Evelyn did for us. What is that? Outer space, right? <laughs> the whole universe belongs to him. All the riches and the wealth. You know, don't get shocked when you go into heaven and see, wow, there's so much. And God said, I actually want to open the, the, you know, the windows and doors and have heaven to give to you. But then, but then, <laughs> you say, wait, nah, wait until I go to heaven. Okay, no. Okay, so you can inherit now. And not only inherit, as in the paper only, the legal paper, inherit by experiencing we will experience what is the meaning of being heirs, the inheritance, the promises. The children of Israel move forward, walk across, okay? Walk forward, go forward, and walk through into the promised land. They experience the grapes that are so big. They experience what? Killing the, the giants, you know? They experience the power of God in their lives, the goodness of God. And this is what God has prepared for us to experience 
being co-glorified with him, provided we also accept his suffering as our own. It's everything to be identified with Christ. We experience his boldness. No more fear of man like an orphan. No more fear of your past. Oh, people find out my, my past. I'm so ashamed. You know, I, I, I cannot do this. I cannot do that. I'm a nobody. You know, I never go to school. Whatever. You know, and the, the world tries to build you up to be someone. And then you try so hard. No, in one moment, in one stroke of time at the cross, and the moment you receive Jesus, time stands still. And you became God's child, no more an orphan. And now that you belong to Christ, you are the true children of Abraham. You are his heirs, and God's promise to Abraham belongs to you. Right? We have been learning a bit about God's promise to Abraham, right? I will make you great. I will bless you and you will be a blessing but you'll be distinguished people on this planet, the Jews. Okay? Because they are children of Abraham by promise. And now, through the Holy Spirit, through being born again in Christ, we also have, we also uh, can inherit Abraham's blessing. What? One, three, two, one days he shared their love and home. As of today, I share their past name. Okay? So we also share Abraham's name. <laughs> because you need to be, uh, you know, part of Abraham's family, right? In order to inherit Abraham's uh, blessings, which is fantastic, all right? Inheriting this world, this earth. Okay? So today we also, we are told that as children of God, we, uh, we also, as we belong to Christ, okay, we also are the true children of Abraham. Therefore, on this earth, what God has promised Abraham, God promised Abraham all the blessings of this earth. Right? So, we also have all these blessings through Christ because we also children of Abraham. We also share the same name. So, we are Jews by faith. <laughs> okay? So, we were all once orphans, okay? So, this got three beautiful pictures, right? I cannot put all of you, though I wanted to because my eyes were getting tired already. You know, do one for everyone, okay? So, uh, I only did three, <laughs> okay? But you all can put, see yourself inside. Okay, every one of us here, all right? We look all very nice, all right? Smiling and everything, but we were once like orphans. We also thought, I mean, think, that we were, you know, we feel rejected, we feel ashamed, we felt nobody, we felt alone, we felt nobody loved me, I'm nobody's child, you know, and uh, don't know who is going to take care of me tomorrow, my parents die already, they are very poor one, they cannot, you know, give me an inheritance like Robert Lowe, like that, you know, so, <laughs> so they, you know, I only have my bank account like that, only 1,000 ringgit, I need to work very hard, you know, to make it to 100,000, and then, uh, you know, everything is fine, you know, you know, so ashamed of my past, so ashamed of, you know, my background, so inferior to the world, they talk so well, they are at the top of the ladder, I'm at the bottom, all of us, these three people, smile, smile, very nice, right, but inside the mind, all thinking like that, all thinking like often, without 
parents like the little child in the orphanage. All the same. How long you have to think like that? Throw out those thoughts. Okay? That was the way we used to think. I hope today we don't think like this anymore. Okay? So you have not received a spirit that makes you fearful slaves. Right? And often it's a slave. Okay? To fear. Fear always they not come out, always feel, you know, need to be hidden somewhere, right? Where the clothes also must cover up everything, you know. I, someone who had this deep inferiority complex uh, is my the relative, okay? That she grew up that way. And when she grew bigger, she cannot go out with the face open, always wear a cloak to cover her face so deep in inferiority and she's not an orphan okay she's got parents but that is what she grew up with it's very sad every time i see her you know she would just cover herself you know in front of people and just hide at the couch there that is an orphan grew up like an orphan but she got parents so much inferiority so much shame somehow the way she grew up caused her to be like that. They're not look at the world, they're not look at people. And in the end, her life, you know, a lot of complication. But the thing is so fear to so afraid to meet people. But today, in Christ, you have not received a spirit that makes you fearful again, ever a slave. Instead, you receive God's spirit, you're no more just a slave, right? You are, he adopted you. You receive God's spirit as freedom, as his own children. Now we can call him Abba Father, Daddy God, or whatever. I put Abba Father, not that, you know, later on, everybody have to call Abba Father. No need, okay? <laughs> I told you all earlier already. It is not the, the word, okay? It is, the, you know, whatever language you are in. If you are in Chinese, or something like that. That's what you are, you, you, you relate with, not something that is just a term. So, after, for me, it was after 4,380 4, 4, days. Right. Years converted to days because I follow all the little children one. <laughs> they put days, right? So, change to days. So, for me, it was at 12 years old. Yeah, thank God. Jesus came and saved me and adopted me as his child, no more an orphan. And then for uh, Pastor Ching Lan was after 9,125 uh, 9, days, I was adopted by Abba Father. <laughs> I had to check when they received the Lord last night. So I don't have time to go through everybody. So just make it uh, minimal, but as, um, as long as you can get the message, right? So 9,125 days is how many years? <laughs> Pastor Tinglan, very funny, you know, she, she replied me very late. So I said, oh, I cannot wait for her already. Lah. So I just asked, sort of asked Holy Spirit, you know, um, actually when, when she received a lot. Lah. She never replied me so long. I'm preparing, I'm, I'm very tired already. I just felt the word, 25 years. Okay, so I put that 25 years and then I calculated. And then only she replied me after that. Then she said, she also don't know. <laughs> and 
know how many years it is. And she calculate, calculate, and she said, year 20, what, uh, 2007 or something like that. And she said, wait, faster, I calculate, and, you know. I, I actually done already. I put there 25 years. And then she said, yeah, it's 25 years old. I also don't know. How you know? Huh? I said, I also don't know, but Holy Spirit know all things, okay? So, so cute. So, okay. Well, Holy Spirit is very cute, right? He knows everything because I wait very long already, but she must be busy, right? So after that, uh, you have uh, Catherine. So hers is 10,950 days. I was adopted by the father. She asked me why I asked her. <laughs> okay. uh, next time, no need to ask, okay? <laughs> Rest in the Lord. Just trust God, okay? There's nothing to be afraid of, okay? So it was for, uh, hers is about 30 years, okay? That, uh, she received the Lord. See, when you live in freedom, you don't have any fear. You don't have any, you know, thing that's happening now. Okay, just rest, okay, in the Lord. Right, the free person, I don't really care, you know, what people think or why or what and all that. As long as I hear Holy Spirit and God's word, that's the most important. Right, he has the power, best interest. So all of us, I don't know how many days, right? maybe Robert Law will be 20,000 uh, days. Because <laughs> he's very long ago. Okay, uh, all right, so... This is, but it, every one of us have a number of days. And thank God we all got adopted. So don't more think like an orphan, right? For his spirit joins with our spirit to affirm that we are God's children. And since we are children, his children, we are his heirs. In fact, together with Christ, we are heirs of God's glory and splendor. We are to share his glory. We must also share his suffering. I am convinced, Romans 8, you are going to go through Romans 8. I am convinced that suffering we endure is less than nothing compared. So whatever little persecution, people laugh at you because you say, uh, invite you to come for Beauty uh, for Ashes uh, service. And then they say, oh, are you Christian? Ah? And then say, I don't want to invite anymore. <laughs> Just one word, they say, I are you Christian? Ah? Then you feel oh, very shy. We are the one to you know, invite. After that, you never invite anybody anymore. Why? Because someone say, I say no to you. Say, no, 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 I don't want to come. You know? So it makes no sense. You have no idea of who you are. Okay? So I am convinced that, you know, that everything we identify with Christ, so what? The devil definitely don't like Jesus, won't ever like you. But there are people who need to be adopted as well into God's family. They are also living as orphans and believers are still living as orphans. Okay, so they need to come and know that they are no more orphans. Okay, nothing compared to the magnitude, like the universe like that, that is about to be unveiled. You know, in these last days, this is going to be unveiled, the glory of God, all right, through his children. It's not going to manifest, you know, with a swan, with a, uh, it will come with a magic swan, you know, uh, from in, on, on the planet. It's going to manifest his glory through each and every one of you, of us, in our lives. The entire universe, at first I didn't put any picture, you know, it's a, it's a scripture that I read probably hundreds of times. And then suddenly the universe caught my attention. Do you know God is the creator of this universe? And the universe is standing on tiptoe, not just Earth, not just our planet. Don't be so small-minded that this is, this is my house, this is my uh, 
you know, the radius that we have. <laughs> we don't move beyond that. Okay, this is my little corner. No, there is a universe. Okay, and the universe, which is only not only planet Earth, that's why God gave us the revelation, Holy Spirit of the of the space, you know, the the the, the uh, astronaut. There is a whole universe outside there that God created. We are just one little little dot there in God's creation. It's standing on tiptoe. I don't know how they stand, <laughs> okay, but that's what God is saying. The whole universe that is moving every day by God's command, by God's word and, you know, his power is yearning to see the unveiling of God's glorious sons and daughters. Huh? They're all looking as if they can talk. They can sing, you know, the stars can sing, they say, right? The stars can sing. The whole universe was created by God. In that universe, they must all be worshipping God. You know, in heaven, angels in the universe, the stars, the planets, they must be singing a, a sound. That's what you call the sounds of heaven, the sounds of the universe, are worshipping God. And what are they looking at? You know, what God is doing in you and me, his creation, the new creation, the glorious sons of God are going to be unveiled. It's going to be open to the world to see that we have a father. We are not orphans. No more thinking, you know, of a shame and a guilt and, and all that anymore of your own nature as an orphan would think. Okay, that is today going to be unveiled. It has been, you know, happening not only today. It has been happening since the day of Adam. But more so today, after Jesus died on the cross, okay, in the Old Testament, uh, you know, just on the Jews first and the prophets, then today the new creation, it can be on every son and daughter of God, okay? The whole universe is looking down here. Wow. So I like to be on the aeroplane. Even then, only I can see a little bit, you know, Earth is so small. But... After space, wow, <laughs> it's even better. Okay, it, all right, Evelyn, so correct. After space is better, right? Ah, so bigger. Don't limit God to so small. He created a whole universe, and one day you probably rule one planet. Oh, oh, Robert Lowe, God give you which which planet? Pluto. Okay, to, to rule over because you're going to just fly here and there in the spirit. Okay. So, and then don't get shocked because if our mind is so small in our little corner, then we will get shocked. You know, wow, when we go there, how to rule over uh, Pluto, last, what, what Saturn, you know, all the planets in the universe, the galaxy, right? It's all looking, whatever there is life, they're all looking at where God's sons and daughters on this planet Earth one day to rule the universe together with Him. And are we going to believe, still behave like orphans with the orphan mentality? Or are you going to rise up by the power of the Holy Spirit as he unveiled to you and revealed to you that you are God's son, you are God's daughter, hallelujah. Okay, you belong to the most superior power on this, not earth only, okay, universe. All right. For against its will, the universe itself has had to endure the empty futility resulting from the consequences of human sin. Right? Because of Adam's sin, yeah, there is a failure. All right, but now, with eager expectation, 
because God is going to redeem what looks like a failure when God created Adam and Eve and they disobeyed God and sin came into the world. The whole universe is like, oh, did God make a you know, mistake? <laughs> no, in the redemption plan, what happened? When Jesus came, it was going to be more glorious. So the new creation where people, the, those who believe in God, human being, all right, who believe in Jesus became new creations. Hallelujah, in Christ. And this is more glorious than the first creation of Adam and Eve. Because all the glory that's in Christ is going to be revealed through his sons and daughters, who you are today. Don't listen to the devil any longer, you know, that you are not good enough and all that. That's an orphan. But today you have been made a child of God. And whole universe is looking down, looking here at the redemption. The redemption of Jesus is greater than the first creation, the new creation. All creation now with eager expectation longs for freedom from its slavery. The earth, the earth is crying. All right, the, 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 the plant world that has been full of thorn. That's why there will be a new earth. They are all crying out. Okay, when the first created, you know, it was meant to, to be glorious, but all went down. Sin came in. All right, there were there was evil came in, death came in, plants cannot live forever anymore. Right? There are there's corruption in the world. Okay, there's earthquake, there's all this, you know, deterioration of life in the animal kingdom, in the uh, plant kingdom, in the human kingdom. But everything is going to change, all right? Creation, they are longing for the freedom. And the first freedom that is given is to you and me, the new creation, <laughs> okay? So from slavery to decay, look at this word, decay, corruption to death. Everything that is in this earth had to die because of the first creation, Adam's sin. But in this new creation, except for you know, uh, the, the physical body that will just die when it says, I'm going to, to God, right? It will not die of sickness, right? Remember yesterday, the scripture says when you're in the space suit, space suit all right, in Christ, right? You die to sickness, you die to disease. This is a, a revelation, a knowledge, right? That is weird, right? Or not acceptable to the five senses, but it is not meant for your five senses. It's meant for your spirit man. And your spirit man is hungry to eat that. Word, speak to yourself every day. Sickness has died, you know, to, to me or rather I have died to sickness. It's no longer over me to pain, all right, to all these uh, uh, whatever in the, in the spirit, to poverty, to pain. Okay, this is no longer it's part of you, but you need to meditate, eat it, declare it, okay? Decay is not, that's why we grow younger. We can be renewed like the, that's what speak, all right? Digest God's word. It's not in the, uh, in the world outside. It is in his family, in his word, to experience with us all creation. Which animal kingdom? I think the fish swimming faster nowadays, <laughs> right? In the ocean, because they're waiting for Jesus to come. Okay, and waiting for what? That you and me rise up, okay, to be, you know, to, to experience the glory, okay, that is actually on us, the new spirit man. Okay, every animal in the animal kingdom, every plant is rising up, waiting 
for the Messiah, waiting for Jesus, and not only that, waiting for you and me to get up <laughs> from the couch, <laughs> like what Rehab uh, 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 said, you know, so much power in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit is inside each one, and we're all just lying down on the couch, <laughs> you know, okay, come up, rise up, to the wonderful freedom coming to who? God's children. Okay, that was uh, Paul wrote this in Paul's time. That was already how many years ago? And we have seen, you know, the manifestation of God's power and glory in the book of Acts 2,000 years ago. Is it going to fade away or is it to become more glorious? Don't tell me in our last days become worse. <laughs> You know, no, it's to become more glorious. All right, and God has handpicked and chosen each one of you. You know, uh, today I can't see all of you. I see Evelyn, uh, Zoe, Catherine, uh, Robert, John. Okay, if, unless I flip now and see more. All right, and what is it? These are coming to you. You are God's children. All of us in beauty for ashes, God is raising up. And all the last generation that the, the creation, the universe is waiting for, the unveiling of God's children, of God's sons and daughters, not babies, grow up, you know, to reveal the mind of Christ, the wisdom of God, knowing that we are His and no more timid, intimidated as orphans, but filled with the power of God, with the mind of Christ, with his wisdom. Hallelujah. To this day, we are aware of the universal agony and the groaning of creation as if it were in the contractions of labor for childbirth. The world, the creation is, you know, if you are a mother, you know, and given birth, you know what is that contraction of childbirth, right? It is turning inside. Okay, because a baby is about to come forth, all right? A child of God, not an orphan that was never given birth or given birth and then chucked one side. But God is giving birth to many new creations, many children, and we are groaning. You, the world groaned together with us. That's why the Holy Spirit, I know when we pray in tongues, it's like groaning. Why? When you pray in tongues, what are you doing? You are labor pain, you know, groaning for... Uh, Revival for, for, for souls, you know, for, for yourself, right? To know who you are and no more and often intimidated, you know, by fear and all those kind of things. The groaning in the spirit is for, it's like a, it's like a labor pain, contraction for childbirth. I believe with all my heart, these years will be years where there is an a, a increase of uh, of people coming to know Jesus from all over the world. You know, there will be a harvest. There will be childbirth, people born again as his children. And who are those going to go out and preach and tell them about Jesus? It's not the angels. It's the sons and daughters of God. You and me, when you stop thinking like an orphan, you know, and knowing that you are children of God, you are sons and daughters. Okay, then what happened? I said to them, go into all the world, preach openly the wonderful news of the gospel, the good news. The good news is Jesus, but what is after the, you know, what is inside the, the Jesus dying for us is that we become children of God, not orphans, children of God. You have a family of God. God is your father. Holy Spirit is the one who's to reveal to you everything. Holy Spirit is the one who's going to give you the power to be a witness. Yeah. 
and the Holy Spirit comes upon you, you shall be my witnesses. Okay, people who are timid, who have you know fear all the time, think like often suddenly empowered and no more like a, a intimidated, right? Uh, with fear, with guilt, with shame, right? Empowered by the Holy as you let the Holy Spirit come out of you, all right? The fire of the Holy Spirit, all right? burns and spreads and you become that mouthpiece right you become that that person to share the gospel preach openly go into all the world today we can right through internet preach openly the wonderful news of the gospel social media is for what why did god allow social media to be what not for us to go and uh, what it, follow someone <laughs> follow your idol or you know, and see where, where he or she go. Wow. No, social media is for us to connect and reach out and preach the wonderful news of Jesus to the world. Okay, the gospel to the entire human race. That's why we can, uh, we have uh, Pastor Pirat here, we have uh, Nankam here, all right, from Myanmar. All right, so uh, the Believe more, more and more from all over the world. Okay, preach the wonderful China. All right, Evelyn Zoe has many contacts from China. All right, and uh, uh, Pastor Cheng Lan, God has called. Right, so the rest of you, okay, don't see yourself just no more as an orphan. Okay, you can be part of this last day, ushering in. All right, the sons and daughters, the children of God. God need everyone. Okay, but if you don't respond, then he will just use another one. <laughs> okay, so that's what Rehab Bonke said. Okay, but he first picked you. Okay, then just respond. So exciting. Okay, preach openly the wonderful news of the gospel to the entire human race. Which time in the, in the history of mankind or earth where we can connect to everyone in the world? We are living in that time. You know, fulfilling of every prophecy and word in the Bible, right? Through all this, even <clears throat> the last day where, where there will be two witnesses and, you know, the whole world will, will be able to see when it was written, okay, before internet, all that, the, 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 the Bible seems like, oh, is there such a time when, you know, the whole world can witness these two witnesses of God? Yeah, that time cannot believe because the internet not yet created. But today, everything has been put in place for the ushering in of our King of Kings and Lord of Lords. And before he comes, there will be an ushering in of souls into the kingdom of God. Okay, and it cannot be done just like that. Nobody, that's why it says there will be people who will use by God and only sons and daughters. Okay, all right, not children with open mentality. Right, because every day they cry at home. <laughs> okay. right. I'm an orphan, you know, I don't know. Uh, I'm not condemning anyone, okay? But just to encourage you to rise up, okay? You have gone through a lot of sessions. God is speeding up. In six months, beautiful ashes I have seen all of you grow and experience, right? But the power of His word. And the revelation of his truth and the Holy Spirit that everyone is no longer at the same place where they are six months ago, okay, experiencing the power of God, the goodness of God, right, raising up people who you know it's amazing, okay, but 
we don't stop here. Okay, God is moving us more forward, okay, into the promised land, into all the inheritance. And the most wonderful inheritance is inheriting souls, all right? Ask of me, ask of me, God says, you know, and I will give you the nation for your inheritance. And look at this. That is a, a this is the best picture. There's a globe, all right? The world. And it's like in the, in the womb of a mother, okay? In God's womb. In every one of us is the Holy Spirit, all right, labor pain, all right, for the world. God's hands are already there, but he need your hand. He need your mouth, your, my mouth. Okay? He don't need our money, okay? But he needs our availability, okay, to go out into the world and preach the gospel. And first of all, to experience the power of God, okay? And then, yes. It's not only these who are real orphans, okay? These are, there's one picture, this is in Myanmar, uh, on the right and the left, I, I think must be in Africa or something, right? But we're not only reaching out to these kids who have no parents, everyone have the compassion. Oh, they're so pitiful. They don't have parents, okay? No, you are more pitiful <laughs> if you still think like an orphan, okay? So... Okay, so you cannot save the orphans if you are thinking like an orphan. Okay, and this is where God tells us there are many orphans. They are not. Yeah, we are. Uh, you know, when God gave me, I yeah, all the time I have this. Uh, you know, when I first went to uh, Philippines years ago in the first ministry, uh, not one time, many many times over a period of seven years, we had a, a, a mission there. All right, a, a local pastor there as well. And I saw all these children, you know, uh, coming for feeding program, feed them. You cannot be all the time there. So we had a local pastor there. And then these children running all over the place in Philippines, Cebu. And my heart goes out to them. But at first I thought that, you know, those days, you know, uh, last few years, you know, I thought that oh, it's through a particular business that I can, you know, build a, an orphanage for them or minister to this orphanage. And God proved me wrong. <laughs> you know, you don't have to get the help of the world. Okay. If God is the one who put these desires in your heart, we can be part of it. And today, even we are so just started and still in a way small, right? But God has blessed that we can, you know, be able to at least give a little bit, all right, to the orphanages. Right, that we are in contact with to orphans. And that was when God spoke to me, Holy Spirit, very clearly. I didn't think much about orphanage, right? But more of a, uh, you know, just contact with Pastor Piara and bless him to come into internet and bless his people a bit, you know, and he took for him to learn God's word, grace, the power of the Holy Spirit more. And then two, about two months ago, yeah, I just felt the Holy Spirit, I know, wake up and then the Holy Spirit said, I want you to give to uh, orphanages. I said, huh, orphanages? Okay, where? <laughs> you know, as far as I know, I already know in my heart that Pastor Pera didn't have an orphanage. Yeah. Um, and then he just said, then I first, of course, at that time, I wanted to check how much is in our funds for missions. And then Holy Spirit stopped me straight, very loud and clear. Don't check. <laughs> I will tell you how much to give. Okay, Lord, 
<laughs> that's why you need to, you know, always say, okay, Lord, when he talk to you, okay, don't look into the five senses, into the physical realm. And then he gave me an, an amount, okay, and I said, definitely, even I don't need to check, this amount we don't have <laughs> at that point, you know, so because it's, to me, it was, you know, a bigger amount than what we have. So uh, whatever we have, we've already given up because I don't believe in storing up, you know, finances and keep or what. Because Jesus, you know, we built building for what? Okay, today buildings are all empty, church buildings. So give it to, to you know, as the Lord direct to people, to servants of God, all right? They need, okay, finances for themselves and the families to, and to spread the gospel, to preach the gospel. And then I said, okay, and uh, I said, you just wait, okay, wait because it's, it's not time yet. And true enough, I didn't even make an appeal to Beauty for Ashes people. All right, to give to missions or what. I never tell you, okay, this is the figure and then you all try to give and then make that figure happen. Uh, I didn't. I just kept it within myself. And true enough, I think one and a half months later, two months later, the finances came in and that was the exact amount, you know. In fact, there was still more, okay, for whatever God wants to do with it, right, for the orphanage. 500 USD for each was the amount that God gave me at that time don't have but you see my God your God our God whatever he says he does he makes it happen okay because to, to this is the day like the days of Elijah Jehovah whatever he speaks he will do he can provide 500 USD is really nothing God can bless you much more in the in my years of ministry and missions much, 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 much more have come in and gone out. Okay. And God knows where to put his funds. And I'm so glad that today, you know, that dream that I have is not going to happen through any of my own self-effort. But he, God, my God, can make it happen. Right? And they can, you know, Slowly, a little bit, I tell you, it's not much because, you know, in these countries, they are using, you know, third world countries, it's dollar to dollar. So they use US dollar because I went to Nompen myself. My son is in Nompen. And sometimes we think that Singapore to Malaysia, you have buying power. Okay? Because Malaysia, not the, no more third world. Okay? <laughs> so, right? Because of the exchange rate. Okay? But when we give to third world countries, it's dollar to dollar, and they are using US dollar. So the, the, the cost of living is very high there. So when we give one 500 US dollar, it is like 500 ringgit. Like that. When I went to Phnom Penh and stayed there for two months, I go to that supermarket. I said, I did not eat all the imported fruits <laughs> at that time. <laughs> you know, here, a blueberry is eight ringgit. There is 20. <laughs> because it's all US dollar, you know? So if you earn US dollar, you can manage to survive there. But if we go with our, we don't have buying power, you know? So it's very little, but I believe God is going to bless this ministry, all right? So that more workers and ministers of God can be blessed, you know? And uh, other world countries, right? They can be blessed as well, all right? because they need food, they need clothing, yeah? And the, the men and women of God there also need finances, okay? To further the gospel. 
So I, I just, just explain to you because I also didn't understand until I went to Phnom Penh, you know. And then I asked my son, wow, that's so expensive for us here, you know. Why everything is all US dollar. And then he, he told me, you know, mom, I don't understand how the Cambodians can survive. Their average income is only about 200 to 300 USD per month. So, <laughs> and everything, you know, is USD. It's so sad, you know, and we are so blessed, you know, here in wherever we are, in Singapore, Malaysia, so blessed. May the Lord move, you know, we are built not with a robot. <laughs> All of us have a part of part of God. <laughs> okay. And God help us to see things his way. And he loves, you know, this is the natural uh, people in the third world countries. But there are many more souls who are lost. And if we, we can help in any way, we can, according to the Holy Spirit. All right. He will lead us, he will guide us, he will grow this ministry, bless your lives as you learn grace, you know, God's goodness as you give to him, right? He opens the windows of heaven. As I said, you are not, when you give to a man of God or a woman of God, all right, you're not giving to the poor, <laughs> okay? You're honoring that person, okay? And then when you give to missions to the poor, you are lending to the Lord. And you think God will not pay you back? He will. But move as the Holy Spirit moved us. Okay? And this ministry that God has called me to start with all of you, I'm grateful and thankful for everyone here. But it has to be led by the Spirit to rise up in a time like this. You know, I'm 60 plus already. Okay? I'm very lazy to travel anywhere. So, <laughs> okay? But why did God call me to do this ministry at 60 plus? <laughs> yeah, I know in, in the video, I look very young, okay? But <laughs> that's the video only, okay? So I do feel sometimes tired and all that, you know? But when the Holy Spirit, when it comes to preaching, you never feel tired, okay? Because it's the anointing. But God has his plan. You know, when God called Moses, he was already 80 years old in the natural. Huh? Robert Lowe, okay. <laughs> You're not that AP guy to call you, okay? So, um, it doesn't matter. It's, it's sometimes, uh, even, uh, is it, uh, who is this? Catherine Kuhlman, right? He, one, one day I heard a little bit excerpt of her, of her message and she said, she, she asked God, why, you know, at 70 plus, only God called her to full force in her ministry, you know, of uh, preaching and, you know, God manifested in healing miracles. God, he said, she's already a bit tired. You know, in that age, 70 something, and then to, uh, to go and preach and all that. And then she has to stand for five, six hours, you know, to, to preach nonstop. We are still human beings, still got a body, okay? At that time, under the anointing, all right, that we don't feel any, anything, okay? Because the anointing is moving in us as we preach, okay? But after that, <laughs> we do feel tired, okay? The body uh, does feel tired, okay? So she was saying, uh, that you know, she asked God, God, why, why now? You know, uh, people are calling her at the time, you know, for ministry across the US and all that. And then she said, Why didn't you call me when I was 
18 years old, 20 years old. I got a lot of energy that time, you know, uh, to do anything, you know. But God has his rhythm because uh, God told her, you know, you haven't learned enough yet, you know, made enough mistakes yet. <laughs> okay, you're not ready yet. Okay, so she had to go through a lot of things in her life. Okay, that uh, not normal people don't go through. Okay, make a lot of wrong decisions and experiences of the ministry. And then at the age of 70 plus, God said, okay, now you're ready. <laughs> Just like Moses said, okay, now you're ready. When we think we are ready, we are not. When, okay, after we go through, make all of these things and then learn and see the goodness and grace of God, then God said, okay, you're ready. So the time, whether ready or not, it's up to God, and then for ministry, for those who are called as uh, preachers and all that, okay? But for everyone, all right, God empowered us, all right, that's our job, okay, to uh, preach and teach you to know that the Holy Spirit, what he's doing, the move of the Holy Spirit. So it is wonderful, all right, don't keep in touch as into the, just the what world is happening. Keep in touch with what the Holy Spirit is doing in the world today. You know, uh, don't have. I mean, there are some half, not half place. Don't, don't worry about that. But the thing is, because here you already taught grace, okay? So you don't have to worry. But where the Holy Spirit is moving powerfully in different nations of the world, okay, where healing is taking place, people are getting saved, okay? This is the work of the move of the Holy Spirit. So that you don't see as if the world is peripheral, you know, we are not, the church is not peripheral to the world. The world does not dictate uh, what is happening. Christians are not subject to what is happening in the world. The church is the glorious uh, body of Christ, okay? And God is moving in his church, all right? In you and me, his body, okay? We may be one little part of the body, but there are different, different other parts, all right? that uh, God is moving by His Spirit, okay? Not by man's wisdom, not by believers who think that they are orphans, but by sons and daughters who realize who they are, awakened by the Holy Spirit, filled with the power of the Holy Spirit, okay? And doing what Jesus did and greater things, okay? Walking uh, by faith, not by sight, living by faith, living in pressure, no more dealing with ourselves, all nature, all the time, okay? But now, just say, okay, this is your new nature in me. I'm a new creation. Okay, that's it, right? Feel, we feel me more with the Holy Spirit, with power, okay? And uh, so that we can be led by the Holy Spirit. The, 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 the purpose of this uh, retreat on the coming in December is to impart and power, you know? First one, okay? The, the, the whoever is coming, right, with the power of the Holy Spirit, because without the Holy Spirit, I tell you, we cannot move. We will always be at the same spot, you know, grace, grace, grace. Okay, nothing wrong with grace, but enough of, you know, staying 20 years in grace, so-called, you know, but move by the power of the Holy Spirit, the renewal of the mind, yes, established in grace, move out. There are greater things, okay, that God has. All right, miracles are going to happen in Cambodia in this orphan's life in Myanmar and I believe other third world countries as God begin to connect us. I'm not in, interested in setting up churches uh, anywhere, but just do what the Holy Spirit is leading us, all right? Touching lives, okay? Everywhere in the world, giving birth. God 
the whole universe is crying out, you know, like a woman in labor to give birth to God's sons and daughters of who you are. All right, Pastor Piara, you are God's son where you, he has placed you in comfort in Cambodia to rise up, you know, and see uh, mighty works of miracles happening, all right? People's life being changed, okay, to uh, grow up as sons and daughters. This is happening all over the world, in Myanmar, wherever, okay? And we have to stop thinking like orphans. Today, we are God's sons and daughters. No more that fear, uh, you know, of, uh, of, of going out, with, out of our comfort zone, of hiding anymore. God is going to release his power and his children and unveiling himself. No glory will come to me or anyone. Yes, we can give credit in the name, you know, whoever who helped you, whatever. Yes, but the glory goes to Jesus. Okay? Every, to our daddy God, to our father. And he's doing a powerful thing. And that's why it's moving so fast. I know it's like, I say, God, 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 and I can slow down a bit. Uh. <laughs> okay, but then, well, we just flow with him, okay? Because it's the Holy Spirit help us to flow. All right, together, uh, every one of you here, together as one body, okay? It's not done by me alone. Every one of you come together as one body, okay? For the purpose as God's sons and daughters, okay? To reach out to the wonderful, to preach the openly the wonderful news of the gospel to who? To all the world. Okay, to the entire human race. This is in my heart. It's in God's heart. And I believe God is doing that in every one of you. Growing you. No more babies. Huh? Years ago, we were a lot of babies, right? Mm. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Because there are people there who are lost. God's children. Right? And God's waiting to bring them back into his family. Amen. Shukuru.